hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Kevin West. To order or download additional resources, please visit kevinwest.org. You know, and one might say, God, what's all that talking in church? You got a lot of people, you know, just kind of talking. We're going to transition here so I can get into a sermon so at least some of us will know that we've been in church. Um, but it's, it's Christmas season. It's time. And that's the family. That's the, the community of what the church is supposed to be about, right? God forbid that you come to church with somebody and, and be 20 or 30 years in the same church and never know who, anything about them. Right? I don't want that. That's why it's community. And I can preach a good Christmas story here in a minute and bless us all. But what really gives him glory is not us learning and us getting stimulated. What gets us, what gives him glory is the fruit in the life of somebody that has discovered his faithfulness and his goodness. I could tell his testimony and not have near the impact of his story that he tells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just saw in my spirit, somebody just went, there they go again. Because you come from a place, oh gosh, you come from a place. I'm not going to put condemnation on you, but I'm just going to tell you why the Lord just told me. You kind of rolled your eyes in your head and you went, you come from a, and your, oh gosh, your family, immediate family, extended family, is not as close as you want them to be or wanted them to be. And the very thing that you just rejected or cynically in your mind pushed back in your head when you hear people talking, that's a, that it might be disruptive or it's just, oh, here we go again, or get on with the service. That thing that just rolled over in your head is in you. And if you don't break that in your mind, you can't be a lover of church and a lover of ministry and a lover of God and not genuinely love people. And if that went through your mind, whoever you might be, you just got called out, not to be embarrassed, but to help you get a, a, a good assessment, a self-assessment, a proper assessment of where you are and wait the way you see. And the Lord said, all I want you to do is be aware of it because I'm gonna keep bringing people in your life that you're gonna be forced to love that you don't wanna love. And I'll preach right there. I'm telling you, when the Lord begins to move by the Spirit, you can't replace it with a, a lesson. You just can't. In fact, Chris, Chris, stand up for just a second. Todd, that's Todd. See Todd in the back with the real long beard? Had the Santa Claus suit on earlier. That's him. This is Chris. Chris just interviewed at your company that you work for. He's going back for his second interview. 
I'm not saying anything other than just what I just said. Just if you guys could just meet after church and kind of talk, if you don't mind, if it's all right. Pardon me for the interruption, but we're doing some kingdom work. All right. Let's receive our tithe and offering. Then we'll talk about Mary, Joseph, for just for about 10 minutes. Do you all come prepared to give? Next year's gonna be a big year. Interest rates went up this past week a quarter point and anticipating next year to go up three more moves, which would be another 75 basis points probably, which would put about a, you know, between the last 12 months, with the next 12 months, between would be about a whole percentage rate increase. Now here's the beautiful part about that. If you're an investor and a saver, somebody that invests, that's an incredible opportunity for you. If you're a borrower, right? The Lord has given us some clear instruction for next year, early on especially, to shift your positions. To take advantage of what he's doing and not be hurt by it. So if you made some decisions in the past, we're gonna worry, not worry about that. We're gonna move forward with some different direction for the church, for all of us. It's gonna be a big year. It's gonna be an incredible influx of opportunity. Las Vegas, right now, there is a company from the Arab nation that is investing $1 billion to build a casino, an NBA casino in Las Vegas on the Strip that does not have gaming. And they're investing a billion dollars. They could not get a, an American company to invest in it or an American bank to invest in it. It's a foreign company, foreign investor, foreign trust, and they're investing $1 billion to build a resort that's called the NBA, National Basketball Association, in Las Vegas, a billion dollars. Now somebody sees that as an investment to get a return. So my question to you, is that news, if that came across the the news channel on television, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, or whatever your special channel that you watch is, and it comes across, and that information came across and said, new casino being, or new resort in Las Vegas being built for $1 billion. It was invested by a foreign company. No gaming, but it's being here on the United States soil. Would that just pass by your screen and you lodge it in your mind and go, wow, Man, somebody's investing some money. Or can I challenge you to think bigger than you currently think? Wow. If God's creating an economy for his kingdom, he has. 
I just feel an ache in my heart all of a sudden. Do you realize you're stewards? No, this is an Arab Muslim trust investing this money into America. A billion dollars. I was at breakfast with a guy on Friday and he gave me the details. He said, what do you think about that? I said, wait till the church gets a revelation of who they are. We donate 100 towards it. Or a project. But not too many people can think in the B's. Not too many people think in the M's. It's hard to think in the T's. Thousands. Their shoes didn't wear out when they came out of Egypt. There wasn't one feeble one among them traveling through the wilderness. That was before Jesus. That was before the cross. And we're still trying to get back there. When I said earlier about focus on hell, sin, and those things, that's what happens. We get focused on that because that becomes our filter. Because that's what we see in life when we're looking around us and we see the choppers going over top of us and the Facebook and the social media posts and all the things that are bad and this place is going to hell and the city don't know what to do and the mayor's this, either for the mayor, against the mayor, for the council, for that. Police, everybody's falling. Everybody's wanting to look for something to blame. All of that. But honest to goodness, we are the solution to all these issues. The wisdom from heaven should reside in us. Otherwise, we just need to pray that they make good decisions. God, I pray for them all the time, but if, we just, if I'm at the mercy of sometimes carnal people making good decisions, we're in trouble. focused on hell, we're focused on sin, we're focused on the fear, where we are. It's just it's away from our nature, our human nature. But the Lord is shifting us over the, it's not just about going from death, it's focused on life. What do you see when you drive through this city? What do you see, no, let's just go personal here for a minute. What do you see when you walk through your house? When you walk through, you open the front door, does it take your breath or do you, can you breathe? Is that a house of peace? Is that a house of, is that, is that, is that furniture or that, those pictures on the wall, is that a sign of prosperity and a blessing? Or is it just pressure? It takes your breath. You can't sleep. You're restless. You're frustrated. I hope you have a holy frustration that looks at everything and says, I know I'm thankful for this and I see the hand of the Lord on everything I've gotten. 
but I'm not gonna limit myself to where I am. I'm gonna open myself up to the possibilities of what it might be. And be eternally grateful for what you have. Is your house a curse or is it a blessing? to prepare us for what's happening because you're gonna get dumped with all this opportunity next year. And the question is gonna be is, see, the word glory means weight. And when God pours his glory out on your life, which is, it's happening in trinkles, but it's gonna happen in just droves. And when it ha- it's heavy, weight is heavy. Will it bury you? Or do you have the character and the stewardship to use it as a resource to move forward? That's gonna be the question. So the best days aren't really behind you. Some great days were, but the best days are still yet to come. Let's receive an offering. You guys ready to give? Just make your checks to ECH. You can text give 84321. The Lord wants a cheerful giver. One translation says he wants you to give a lot. I'm not sure what translation that was, but it's out there somewhere. Look, it's, this, is, this is the economy. This is where you're trading. This is, this is, this is where it happens. It's, it's, what, you, it's what, you, what you do with that, that, that dollar is what determines your economy. A guy told me this week, or I saw it on a video, and I was sharing it with a few people. He said, what I do is, I think I said, one guy told me, he said, I get my, my check. He said, and I, put, I pay my house payment first, my electric bill, and whatever I have, I go, okay, this is the Lord, this is how much I'm gonna give you over here. And the, the guy said to him, he said, look, I, I, you know, I understand, because the, the bills are important, they gotta be paid. He said, but the problem is, is people put God last. And the man said, well, my heart's for God, you know? And he said, yeah, but the problem is, the mortgage company has no power to bless you. The electric company has no power to bless you. They went down the line, and he goes, the only person or one that has the power to bless you is the Lord, and he gets the one that ends up with a small end of the deal. And that lit up in me, because I, I know what it's like to live that way. It's hard. But if we're gonna be the head, not the tail, and then we can shout about it in a Pentecostal experience, but yet live it in a real life. That's where we need to be, okay? The thing that you don't wanna talk about the most is usually the thing that offends you is what you need to get free from. And the church has been, we've been prostituted because people have pimped us out with our money over the course of decades, misused us, bothered, you know how I'm talking about. 
you've been abused, all of that. But the reality of this thing is the Lord's lining all that back up to get us in a place where we can steward the earth and his kingdom on the earth. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Proverbs. If you passed away today, what would you leave? Would they have to sort through it? Try to work it out? Would it be a burden or a blessing to them? It's not an indictment. It is just the reality of where we are today. And now let's make some changes to get to where we want it to be. Agree? The country's doing it different than we're doing it. See, we've fallen in line with what the country does. They can't pay for it, they borrow. They print more money. Right? My goodness. Let's just give. Barry, you can't miss anymore. <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, we just, um, we bless you with our tithe and our offering. The <laughs> Lord says, you, you, you say you want a real move of God. Do you really want to move of God? Or do we want it at an arm's length? that what you're going to experience in your life will cause you to be unrecognizable to yourself and others in the weeks and months to come. You'll wish you had operated like this for years There is a, a supernatural gift of faith being baptized into the church for this next season. It's not our faith, it's his faith. It's Daniel in the lion's den faith. Would it cause a man to sleep when there's hungry lions all around him? It's Peter in jail faith where Peter's in prison gonna die the next day and Peter was asleep. A supernatural gift of faith that's different than everyday faith. It's a faith that comes from the Father that is imparted into a person that causes them to be almost oblivious 
to the concerns and cares of the world. As the world gets indoctrinated into more fear, the church is going to be indoctrinated more in faith. And faith is more than Mark 11, 22 and 23. A great foundation, but it's more. The Lord says, who owns the cattle on a thousand hill? Who owns the north, the south, the east, and the west? The time has come full. And I have preserved you for this time. I've got a people, he says, that have the capacity to hold up the weight of my glory. You've gone through hard times, strenuous circumstances, successes and failures, pains and hurts, all of those were to help to increase the capacity for me to pour into you what I'm pouring into you now. You won't have to strive to hear my voice. You won't have to strive to hear what I'm telling you to do. I just need you to have the courage to do what I tell you. I need you to respond immediately to what I tell you to do something. I'm counting on you. He said, sure, there's helicopters in this, this area. He said, but I've got people that are flying that high as well in the spirit. They're gathering intelligence up there and directing from the air to the ground. I need my church to do the same thing. And he said, right there's your confirmation that that was correct. Do you hear it right over our heads? Who could hear in the spirit and execute on the ground? Who can live at a higher plane but, but not detached from everyday life? See, I know all things. I know all people. I know the beginning and the end, and I know it from the, the end, from the beginning. You weren't here when I created everything and hung the stars. You weren't here when I thought of you in your, before you were in your mother's womb. 
You you weren't even around to think about how I was thinking. I've invited you in my world. Don't settle for just inviting me into yours. I need you to come into mine. Everything your heart desires, groans for, is in my realm of influence. But I'm gonna need you to expand your capacity and your willingness. And I will show you things that your heart has desired to see. That will change your whole perspective of life. And it'll be sweeping changes. Sweeping transformation. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit. There is a mass exodus, as it was even in the days of Moses from people that are coming out of religion bound up and the world system that's bound up. And they're following after a voice that trumpets the voice of Christ where Jesus is glorified and magnified and he's the king and the Lord. I put all principalities and powers into his hand and he has then given the power and authority to you. No more abdicating our responsibilities and putting it on the government. No more putting it off on the programs and plans or not even putting it on the Lord or the devil. I need you to take your spot. I need you to take your place. I heard the Lord say he wants to hand portfolios to people. Portfolios of healing. Portfolios of, 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 of economics. Portfolios of peace. I'm talking about things that have been stored up in him for years and years and years of assets in him that he brings and hands them to you and say, can you steward this for me? us to see God turn our ear towards somebody getting saved, healed, delivering, 
delivered and prosperous, more so than the gunshots fired on Ninth Avenue. Turn our ear towards what you're saying and the direction that you want us to go, more so than the next sexual harassment that comes out of Hollywood or the government. Place an intrigue in us, God, on the things that are good and pure and righteous. And remove the thing that helps feed the craving of us being suspicious or paranoid or fearful. Mm-hmm. There's a powerful move of God that's happening across the land. said, remind them when I was 12, I was in the temple and mom and dad, Mary and Joseph went away and lost me for a few days. So they come back and they said, where, 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 where you been? Where you are? He goes, I've been in the temple about my father's business. He remind them of all people Mary should have known he would be in the temple. Not a temple made with hands, but a temple that the Holy Spirit resides in. Listen to me. He said, tell them not to fall for what Mary did. Look for him outside of the temple. He is in the temple about his father's business. And you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He's not without, he's within. The power to create and the power to transform and the power to change is within the temple. It's in you. Be blessed as you give. Go ahead, pass the pass the bucket, the plate, the trough, or whatever else you got out there. Hey, this is sobering today, isn't it? Sure, he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point. She just said something, and I want to I capitalize on this, and I want to I use it as a, as a teaching moment. 
Sonia just said, the Lord wants us to tell people about how good he's been to us and the testimonies that he's done for us and the wonderful things, yeah. And that's incredibly true, and we should, to encourage one another, encourage one another's faith. But keep in mind, if you haven't told it to somebody out there that's close to your life, you probably shouldn't come in here and want to stand up and tell everybody here. Oh, that'll get a big amen. Is that okay? Right? Tell the people that are close to you. Tell the people that need to hear. And the door just keeps getting bigger and bigger for you to shout from the rooftops this testimony. Right? Stand with me if you don't mind. You can turn your Bibles if you will. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Today is supposed to be Mission Sunday, okay? But we're going to do that. I'm going to put that off just for a bit because don't blame me. You blame God. You can God to work it out. Uh, but if it needs more, it needs more time. And I felt like I just wanted to flow with the Spirit today. Is that okay? Nope, you're finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can talk to her after service because I'm going to close here in a second, okay? All right. We good? Nancy's back. Moving back. We had a great service memorial service here for Ken. They had one in Tip City as well. Nancy's got a U-Haul, a truck, big truck that's going to be here. What time? Okay, we're, we're going to eat. Everybody's going to be dismissed to eat turkey, ham, and lots of food. And we want everybody to make sure five minutes. So I can have them stand for five more minutes. No, um, but I want everybody to grab a bite to eat. Make sure you get to know people and fellowship and talk to people. Even if it's not your kind of your, your thing, just, you know, just be around people and uh, you'll be glad that you did. And then um, after that, about 2.30 this afternoon, three o'clock, if you're able to help, you can see Nancy. Nancy waved at everybody. She needs a bunch of guys to help unload a U-Haul. I think we got a crew, but there needs to be some more. So if anybody can help uh, see Nancy, you'll... Right. If, you, if you're going to be out there by the, in the cafe area, so please see her if you're able to help and give some time. It won't take long if we get a lot of guys to, to be able to do it. Are we good? Are you sure? Can I get an amen? Listen, I, I love you guys so much. And, and I, I just want to share with you. I don't want to just do something canned. I, I really don't. I don't want to just sit over and prepare a message and let's come here and look. Our, our, our churches, we're good. They're good. And we got a, a bunch of them. And there are more coming. And they're good. And, and, and we, can, we, can, we can do it well. My God, we, we have perfected a good church service. Not just us. I'm talking about the church. There are some great ones around. And we've perfected it. But, but my gosh, if we, if we can't really unleash the Spirit of God working in our lives and know that you've been in the presence of the Lord... 
not did you get your blessing right now. You know what I'm talking about? It's not about just that. It, it, there's a song that's out there and it's a good song and I've sung it for many years and we blessed a lot of people with it. And I was, it says, the presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. And I'm gonna get my blessing right now. I'm gonna get my blessing right now. But listen to me. Oh God, forbid that you get yours and we don't get ours. Right? Oh man, this is not a selfish gospel. This isn't about just making people feel good and get them into a frenzy. Yeah, you should feel good. You should be excited. You should be powerful. You should be moving forward. You should be excited about the future. But listen, it's about getting into the core of who you are. It's about in here. He's in the temple. He's inside of each person that's here. And he's got to be expressed. He's got to come out. You're not going to be happy and satisfied in life or even content until he's released. Until you see evidences of him in your life. And listen, I'm, I know that there's mountains that people still have to have moved out of their life. We've got them here. I've got them. We've got things that have to, and not everything's ever going to be perfect. I don't believe that. But guys, there's one inside of us that is perfect. And there's one in here that helps us move and, has, and, and breathe. And we have our being in him. So the reality of Christ in us has to become the center point and the focal point of everything that we do. And you don't have to come to church just to have this kind of atmosphere in, in here. He said, well, there are two or three are gathered in my name. I'm right in the middle of them. So when you or two or three are gathered together and it's two or, yes, brother to sister, husband and wife, two kids, give the Lord some presence. Give him some time, acknowledge him, invite him in, allow him to speak. It could be an everyday occurrence in your life. It doesn't need to be on a Sunday or just on a Wednesday or when, it, when there's a platform and a backdrop of music and, 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 and that's anointed and we got an atmosphere. No, no, no. It can be every day. And I'm encouraging you. You're going to need his voice more clearly than you've ever needed it. Why? Because the dreams and promises he has for your life are greater than you could ever possibly imagine. Man, he, he has already lifted your lid. He's taken the top off. Now you got to come out and play. Are you ready to come out and play? But what if my body don't get healed? Still come out and play. What if I'm still hurting and frustrated? Still come out and play. What? Come out where he is. Enjoy the limitless life that he's created for us. Build your faith by recognizing that he has a faith greater than yours. You're not measuring your faith with Jesus's faith. You're trading your faith for his faith. <laughs> Jesus, I believe that you believe. That's a pretty good partnership. Father, in Jesus' name, I bless my brother, my sister, my family. Lord, we are in a city right now that's looking for answers, solutions. They're seeking, they're marching, they're praying, they're fasting. They're doing all the things they know to do, God. We're all doing those things, God, and we're looking for answers. And it looks like, God, things might seem to get, be getting worse. But God, when we hear the signs and the sounds of those things around us that look dark and gloomy, 
You're not a God that's caught off guard or caught by surprise. You've never abandoned a place with having a people in the middle that's to rise up and be who you've called them to be. (laughs) So Father, I'm asking in the name of Jesus, I'm asking for you to impart your faith your boldness, your courage, your insight, your awareness, your understanding, your wisdom, imparted into every person that's here. Adjust and correct our vision and our lens to see how you see it. And we bless you. We declare the region blessed. We declare the region prosperous. We declare every corner of this city and every corner of this entire tri-state area blessed. We say it belongs to the Lord. It is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Every house that's occupied, every house unoccupied is marked for the kingdom of God. Every street, every corner, every alley, every subdivision, every cul-de-sac, every area, God, belongs to you. We lift it up to you, God, and then you're gonna pull it right back to us and say, I need you to advance my kingdom on the earth. We accept the responsibility. We accept the call. And God, if you'll give us direction, and we won't go unless you go with us, but God, we already have the promise that you're going. So Father, we thank you and we bless you. Now turn this world right side up and use your people to do it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you all. Grab a plate and let's eat. Yes, please, everyone. Uh, we have an amazing amount of uh, food and some wonderful things that uh, we're taken care of by uh, those of you that are sitting around. Please stay and fellowship a little bit today. Um, we, we're wanting everyone, uh, I'm told the order goes, if you head out this direction here, uh, they've got a very organized and ordered way to uh, pass through the line and come out the other side. Um, but please uh, stick around with us today. Uh, we have uh, Santa Claus here today uh, to hang out with some kids and uh, some wonderful fellowship too. So please uh, have a great day.